This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Hi, this is Marina Sirtis, Deanna Troy from Star Trek The Next Generation. You're listening to Trek FM. T. L. Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Darren Moser, sitting in the center chair this week, and I'm joined by my co-host Ensign Daniel Prue, ready to transfer to the USS Voyager. You you excited about that, Daniel? It's the ship of dreams, I hear. Listen, I've been on the ship for seven years. I get that I was the youngest one when we started this podcast a hundred and X episodes ago. I'm no longer the youngest. There's got to be somebody else that's younger than me. I... I'm not transferring until I'm a lieutenant. Sorry. I, even if it's just an acting lieutenant. And I know that's not a real rank, but apparently we just, you put the word. Look, we'll make up a whole okay. uniform that you never see ever again, and I'll let right. you wear okay. it, okay? That's is that funny. okay? For our podcast that is yes. audio only, I will let you wear this special you heard, uniform. You heard and I'm also joined by Lieutenant Phil. You know what? Actually, let's just make him Lieutenant Commander. By <laughs> Lieutenant Commander. Philip Gilfus, master of spatial anomalies. Uh, anything, anything on our radar? Anything I should be worried about, Philip? Well, Actually, sorry, Commander, Commander Philip Gilfus. That's, well, you know, uh, ranks on um, on this ship are like the points, and whose line is it anyway? Um, <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. This 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 nebula we've discovered, I it has some interesting properties. And wait, you know what? There's Earl Grey in that nebula. <laughs> well, I I don't see how coffee no sorry tea could could be in a ne- i mean it's like there may not even be things on the periodic table in that nebula are you sure you want to pipe that straight into the replicator phil well i'd like to talk more about it darren but time's up <laughs> well as we're dropping a million and one voyager hints you might have guessed we're going to be talking about one of our other favorite shows to the journey actually no sorry. to the um, journey journey <laughs> Um, but also Voyager, due to a lesser extent. I mean, we all know which came first, but yes, so, chronologically, Darren, <laughs> next generation came first in time. No, I was meaning I was meaning Voyager versus TGJ, but oh, okay. So I was thinking, guys, it was really great when Deep Space Nine launched, and you know the Enterprise came there and docked. Picard had a really cool, impactful moment talking with cisco really turned his life around the way i see it uh you can send your angry emails to dr sci-fi at uh, twitter.com but in their first season we just couldn't leave well enough alone so of course the enterprise came back to ds9 in the episode birthright two-parter and it came couldn't. back in hd darren <laughs> it did wasn't it beautiful brought a tear to me eye <laughs> but anyway so what i'm proposing as as we all, all know star trek the next generation went off the air before star trek voyager for many logistical reasons like building on the exact same stage and whatnot in this hypothetical situation 
TNG is still going strong. For some reason, it is ridiculously inexpensive to produce, and they are just throwing money at it. And we're into our eighth season, so we're overlapping the 1995 launch of Voyager. And I'm going to postulate in our season eight of TNG a crossover slated with the Voyager crew, a send-off from one starship to another. I mean, it's fun docking, you know, at a space station, but, you know... I mean, this is like our little brother. You know, he's like, he's he's all sister. Sister, sister Darren. Didn't, weren't you paying attention during the last week's episode? <laughs> sorry, our little our little sister, USS Voyager. Again, send your complaints to Dr. Sci-Fi at uh, Twitter. But what? So I want to postulate this crossover episode. Now, I know we're going to have to be creative here on Earl Grey, which sometimes we're good at. But because we're going to have to figure out what, time space cue traveler distortion would cause these two crews to collide. Cause you know, I hate to, to break it to you guys, but it's going to be a little difficult because Voyager is in the Delta quadrant and that is not where the USS enterprise D is. So hopefully we'll come up with some good ideas and this won't be a complete waste of our time, but I don't think so. So Wait, are you saying Darren, we're going to have to come up with an episode where the enterprise spends a couple hours in the Delta quadrant and then comes right back home. I don't think I can do it. So I think the, the first thing I'm going to jump right into this, this theory. The first thing is how are we getting these crews together? Are we going to bring the entire enterprise over into the Delta quadrant and then safely return it within 45 earth standard minutes? Or is this, I mean, there's not exactly no precedent for this. I mean, Q did bring Riker over and just wiped his memory. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not seriously proposing this, but this will be my plan (laughs) C. Um, You know, we never did have a mirror episode TNG. What if the Mare Enterprise had Voyager crew members? Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Did I just make your warp core breach explode? (laughs) So, chuckles. We don't. We don't go into the Voyager time at all. It's just another. It's a mere episode of TNG. You're trying to personally offend all of Trek fandom. I'm just, cur- well, I'm just well, curious. Well, well, in Mare Deep Space Nine, Tuvok was there. Yeah. True. And we also get a reference to Chakotay in in TNG as well. All right. I will take, I, I, okay, I'm considering all options. So, Daniel, what is your idea for how the Enterprise mixes it up with the USS Voyager? I didn't. I didn't know when to suggest this because, frankly, it's about right now. Uh, now would yeah, be no, a no, good no, no, time. Going, you know, it's it's gonna, Daniel's time to shine. <laughs> it's gonna blow your mind, and and I don't, is, I don't know. I'm already hemorrhaging from Mirror <laughs> Enterprise with Voyager crew members on it. But okay, I'm I'm ready. Uh, no, no. I mean, let, why? What? Why do we have to change things up so much? In this hypothetical situation, we now have three consecutive shows going on right okay so we don't actually have to change the fundamentals of uh of caretaker that much we just bring the enterprise crew to deep space nine and boom i'm sorry you can pick pieces of your head up now that's right three-way crossover we've got all three crews together and it's going to be a great awesome adventure and then you know janeway's still going to lose her ship whatever 
a three-way crossover, Daniel. It can't be done. You're crazy. <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to rewrite Caretaker because I think that's what you're saying. Like, right. I'm more saying no, no, no. It's a three-parter. It starts <laughs> oh, in Next Generation, no. and uh. then. And because Voyager is basically a spinoff of the next generation, like it is in real life, send your angry letters to. No, um, and so. <laughs> Dr. Sci Fi. Had... <laughs> okay, so, okay, so we're now we're going to try. Man, guys, it's hard enough trying to figure out how to write a two way crossover. This is, this is a next gen episode. And. Okay, so I have to choose between Mirror. Darren, every <laughs> episode of Star Trek is a next-gen episode, <laughs> if you watch hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, so, so my choices I'm being offered are rewriting Caretaker to just include the Enterprise crew, which could happen, or, because I mean, I'm not throwing anything off the table. I'm willing to take this conversation anywhere we want to go. Well, it's more of a metal or, table. Uh, well, you know, I it's a little click, more click, inclined. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Dude, it's almost weird. The more we talk about, it, the more I can think of Voyager episodes that would have had the Enterprise characters, and so it's really hard for me to flip the script as you are doing. You know, to make it, it's literally a next gen episode with Voyager, um, because yeah, it's it's one of those. You know, do you, is it just like the Enterprise shows up for a day? Or is it sort of like one of those things where they meet, but then nobody remembers it afterwards? Um, oh, wait. Well, that, okay, that jumps to one of the points. So we'll, we'll push aside the how they meet. We'll, we'll get back to that. You know, it's a minor detail because really we could really say whatever heck we want. It's going to be a meet cute, right? Yes. Actually, can I, can I also suggest for one, one alter? I mean, you suggested Q, which actually would work, I think, really well. Um, but. Uh, we had a character on TNG that brought us way further than the, De- the Delta Quadrant uh, in an episode. Much further. <gasps> and, uh, oh, are you going to also... go for the Quadrilogy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm just saying you could bring in uh, the Traveler to uh, send us yeah. to, to uh, the Delta Quadrant. And, that, and then you could bring in Wesley and he could be like the focus of the episode. And then maybe he becomes, uh, you know, um, maybe he kills Neelix and takes his job away. <laughs> That's one of Dan at uh, number one, not the one. Wait, oh, wait like, so, of course, now the Traveler also likes dressing up like a Native American. So, you know, he'll have the Chicote connection. That's true. I bet that's, you uh, Chicote's dad or whatever was on that planet. Whatever. It was oh, the, the one in the Romulan or the Cardassian neutral space. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to think. There's Q. You well, know, you know, know has they also people. have a common um, frenemy. I'm trying to remember. They were in Voyager. I think it was for one or two episodes. What's the name? Oh, the Borg. Yeah, that that was the name. Um, so you know, you could have the, Swedish. I mean, yeah, you know, so you could have. Uh, obviously, this is gonna mess up first contact. But you have, um, you know, the Enterprise encounters the Borg or gets, finds like a transwarp conduit, and suddenly, mm-hmm. boom, it's the Borg, and there's Voyager. I mean, this is obviously breaking because it's only what season one of Voyager. I know, I know, but we're gonna just stretch your imagination <laughs> here. Go, you know what? But, we need more Borg, and we need it like on the tenth episode, guys. Yeah, we need to retcon show. it some. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what would be a really good, uh, a really good connection here. Would be Ro as a Maquis on board uh, Chicote's ship there. Oh, That's right. She wouldn't uh, want to go to Deep Space Nine, so we stick her on Voyager. 
She's like, uh, okay, you know, you know. Well, we could, and, and yeah, that's it. She's a Maquis spy who's decide who's who's uh who's who's kind who's of not guys. working for Chakotay because that's very established. Nobody no, her, works for Chakotay. Her her guise is that she's actually going to be part of the Deep Space Nine staff <laughs> okay. and take over as first officer. But then she secretly uh, goes into you know uh, Janeway's. Yeah, I, I can see it all. Hang on, hang on. This is actually this is now. I've just come up with no, the no, best. No, head. I, I like the I like the row angle. Keep going. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I am. Trust me. Believe row me. that boat. Um, row. Think about this. Row. Row. If if somehow row becomes the crossover, the center point here. Yeah. Um, think of the betrayal. Think of the big rivalry that would happen between row and Seska, and how much that would have like. Like Ro would just kill her where she stood. Like <laughs> you pretended to be a Bajora, a Bajora. Of oh course. gosh, yes. And uh, <laughs> I mean, just imagine Ro wearing the Maquis leather pants, Daniel. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I, that's not a bad thing to say. Okay, so in this in this universe, the writers have realized why did we write Ro out in season seven? Let's bring her back in season eight for our Voyager crossover episode. But yeah, I was thinking either you know Q. We know he's messed with stuff before wormholes data is always plugging himself in technology he shouldn't have or what uh, whoa whoa, my, whoa. My, <laughs> why are you making data sound like Riker? <laughs> so, it's only a matter it's a matter of perspective okay uh but uh what about the iconians because we've dealt with them before and i know in like star trek online like they've used that to as a plot device to move people around like if you need to get to the other side of the galaxy real fast Iconian Airlines is the way to go. No, and they were they did a feature in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, that uh, Jem'Hadar taking the planet. That was we knew about the gateway. You don't trust us. <laughs> That's Darren's three second synopsis of the episode. It's a good Previously episode. Obviously on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> 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 Wait, that line didn't happen at any time around those other lines. You're misleading us. Networks. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so so we have, um, so I like the Iconian idea, but I think I'm I think the Traveler is winning on on most TNG like character to bring us into the Delta Quadrant or do some sort of connection with the Delta Quadrant. So now, do you I, want now? Do we want all of Voyager, or do we just want like in Birthright, just have a few Voyager characters? That's a good question. Because you know, if you're dealing with two full casts, I mean, that's going to be quite the to do. We're going to have to do a two parter, my friends. On that. Well, and well, in this thought, are you thinking, Daniel, that Roe is going to become a a permanent member of the crew? So this is kind of like the writers being like, "Oh darn, the ship left already. How do we get this extra crew we want on board?" And this is like the 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 boat that gets her back on. Ah, the the boat that gets rowed, huh? Yep, Uh, that rowboat. <laughs> um, Name of the episode. Gonna, wait, wait, are they going to rename the show Voyager? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. I don't. Well, she's going to fly the arrow wing because we never see that. In you know, whatever. I mean, in this crazy hypothetical situation, I'm going to want Roe just to be a permanent member of Voyager because that okay, would... it is thus decreed by but, Studio but, Executive but, Daniel. Now, now hold on. What position is she? Because I feel like she could almost be tactical officer now. And, and and yeah, and boot well, you know, it'd be, her and Tuvok would have worked together. Well, right. all the times they're going to be meeting with the Bajorans, she can. Uh, wait, oh, no, actually, no. sorry, that yeah. 
Well, there are there no. is a Cardassian on board. You know, that doesn't so. make it any better, Philip. <laughs> What's your thought, Dale Daniel? Well, you know, I was just I was just saying she seemed to be a natural character to kind of bridge that gap. Like, oh, hey, enter you know the Enterprise crew. You know, Picard is kind of feeling betrayed, and everybody else has kind of felt screwed over by what happens. And uh, so they go to chase chase her down, and turns out she's on Chakotay's ship with Tuvok, and then the Voyager's there, and it just seems like a natural kind of way to get those two crews together. So, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it would be great and awesome if you put her on that ship, but even if not, it seems like a real possible way to kind of connect those two. Wait, what if, what if we do this, then? I'll meet, we'll meet in the middle. So this TNG episode... The Gamma is, Quadrant? It's, no, <laughs> the, stellar, the Stellar Core. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So this TNG episode <clears throat> this TNG episode is going to take place and air uh, the night or, or like a week before Caretaker. So this is like the pre-setup. The spinoff, so I'm telling you. Like it yeah. is the spinoff. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and so it's, not, it's only going to have maybe two Voyager crew in it because caretaker is still going to establish a ton of characters, but we're going to pick two characters from Voyager that are going to be in this spinoff or this, uh, this kickoff episode. And so row, it's going to be a row centric episode. And with these other two Voyager characters, and then the next episode you would watch coming out like, you know, two nights later on UPN would be Voyager caretaker, which is, Pretty much the exact same, except for Rose on the shuttle. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows the only way you start a new Star Trek series is through the Enterprise D. Like, <laughs> I mean, and 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 next week when we or tell you, end a series, and, and, I was gonna say, and next week we tell you how Broken Bow um, was launched from the Enterprise E. You'll love it. You'll love well, it. Well, due guys. to the time war, the Enterprise didn't actually get there until the last episode, Philip. But oh. it all works out in the temporal cold war. And for the new Star Trek series on how that involves Admiral Picard, well, uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> all right, can I can I suggest the t- the two characters then? Okay. okay yes, I left that. I left that to you guys. And you guys can disagree with me. Naomi and... Oh, wait. <laughs> no. Um, Naomi I, hasn't even been bored yet. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're so that, linear. <laughs> although I'm pretty sure she's been impregnated, right? Because her species is like an 18-year whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, 25 lunar months, I believe. You're saying there. you want Samantha Wildman to be the... No, 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 no. So, you know... Actually, Chicote would naturally fit here, but because I think everyone would fall asleep, we kind of have to just skip over it. No, I'm kidding. He could still have a cameo appearance, but um, in his as, leather pants, as well as <laughs> as well as well as Balana and uh, and Tuvok, really, frankly. Um, okay, so you saying whoa, 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 just no, the no, no, crew? No, 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 no. You don't think it's gonna be awkward, Daniel, when Captain Picard meets Tuvok and like <laughs> Did didn't I kill, I kill you? you? <laughs> My God, no, no, no! But the two characters—I mean, obviously, one of the characters has to be Janeway. I mean, yeah, it has yeah. to be. Right? I think, I think you're right. We get it's a little it. more padding before, you know, hands on hip meet meet uh, Nick Licardo. Yeah, and then it makes that sen- that scene in uh, Nemesis way- make way more sense where she calls him by his first name. And so, that's right. Well, she does out out outrank him. Well, yes, that's technically, fine. but still, but still. Um, but anyways, um, so it's got to be Janeway, right? And I would think that the next natural fit, uh, at least storyline-wise, would be the Doctor. Like, have some early form of the Doctor. Uh, maybe Data is experimenting with him, or 
uh, or Jordy, because Jordy's good good with holodeck things. D- Daniel, oh, right, right. Daniel, the the <clears throat> is in sick bay. That's where Doctor Crusher is. Oh yeah, I'll well, Doctor Crusher later. could be involved. Doctor Crusher oh, could right. be involved too. I'm not saying Here, that. But. Here's my here's my thought. So, I know we had um, in Caretaker. You know, Voyager took off from the space dock and then went places, and then went to DS9, and then launched. In this new shift, all we're changing is Voyagers at Deep Space Nine. That's where it's going to launch. From its for its mission because you know it's Deep Space Nine. Why why would you not want to launch from there? But in our crossover episode, the Enterprise D is bringing Captain Catherine Janeway and the experimental new um, holograph module to the Voyager at Deep Space Nine with with Roller in in tow. Something like right. that. And- and and because um, as we all know, uh, you could always have instead of the the dry dock that we saw with with the Trepid class Voyager, it could just be in the Enterprise D's main shuttle bay. And so <laughs> that's true. Okay, I know that's the true. Defiant can fit in the main <laughs> shuttle bay, but I don't think Voyager's gonna fit there. I'm just saying. Maybe the Arrow Wing is there. <clears throat> Actually, I know that will fit, but. Well, and, and for those then? and for those folks who are saying, you know, you can't have a new character before it airs on an episode. The only thing I have to say to you is, as I watched it again for the fifty millionth time last week with the lady, <laughs> couple words here: Doctor Who fiftieth anniversary. We saw <laughs> the twelfth Doctor before he showed up in his own series. So there you go. Well, I mean, there then, you go. What do you think? What do you think, Daniel? Is it shaping up? Yeah, no, it makes it, to me it makes a lot of sense, and it would be a cool. way. I'm glad it makes sense to someone because it. I mean, it's it's like instead it's, of the eyebrows, you just have the bun of steel preview, and then it's like, it, and it would be a cool way to also kind of integrate Deep Space Nine characters in there as well, right? Like uh, Chief O'Brien could have to do something and come back onto the Enterprise, and then uh, little you know, joke about like I'm not transferring to another place again. <laughs> I've already moved. My quarters are way bigger here. <laughs> You know, and imagine if Worf got to meet that crew before he met the crew, and that would be cool too. Um, that would also kind of pay off later on in Deep Space. Well, he he did get to meet the crew because at this point, birthrights already happened. But yes. yeah, well, right. But I mean, like, he <clears> meet him again. You know, it's the second interview because that's yeah. always important to get after the first. Right, right, right. Well, he didn't. Uh, he hadn't met most of the crew. I mean, he'd met. Um, he just yelled at the alien. That's true. Guy. He pretty much met Quark. Yeah, he That's... met Quark, and he, no, I don't think he met Quark. I think he yelled at that alien guy, and then uh, Uridian. He met yeah, Morn. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's James. Like, he met James Morn's Cromwell, HR. Who he is, met James Cromwell, for who is the uh, <laughs> who is the Wayun of TNG. Maybe we're getting a little too bogged down. In yes, all right, yes, but um, <laughs> that'll do, <laughs> Daniel. That'll do. All right, so okay, so but I like how this this doesn't change. You know when the Federation learns that Voyager's alive and all of that because we're setting it before Caretaker, um, which is nice. So I like that. Okay, so... so uh, is there going to... If we, if we... You know, I know we, we seem like we have abandoned the Traveler, as as many people do, um, <laughs> for legal reasons. I think um, he but, abandons us, Philip. But, um, really? Yeah, well, he moves on to another playground. But, like, but if you had the Traveler with uh, Traveler Wesley, um, wouldn't there be an awkward moment when they met Tom Paris? Yes, that's true. Yes, that's very true. they would. Yeah, he'd be like, like actually, I go by Tom Paris now. I had to legally <laughs> change my name. Hey, Nick, how are you? Shh. Don't, don't tell anyone. 
No, no, right as Wesley's about to say it, the traveler's like, Wesley, you must come with me. Our presence is needed on the other side of the galaxy. <laughs> Which, I don't know, it's a little Marvel, but... I was about um, to say, yeah. <laughs> and he suddenly goes, whoosh. And it's like but, Wesley, the sidekick, like the boy wonder, you know, of the wait, traveler. So I, I just want to be clear. Uh, so are we, are we also adding Wesley to the crew is going to be on Voyager now? Or are we, are we sidelining no, no, the traveler? No. We'll, okay. we'll, let, uh, we'll let him... Uh, Oh, sorry, we're, it, it's getting a I, little too convoluted, Phil. We're I gonna can, cut. We're gonna I can cut the. See him buying uh, Harry Kim a drink and just being like, <laughs> hashtag it gets better. And hashtag Ensign forever. Well, he Ensign wasn't a part. Life. He wasn't a part of, uh, you know, TNG at the time. So I mean, well, neither was Roe. But well, we're making but to her be fair, fit. Well, that's true. You Only know, one of them disappeared into a ball of light. Ball of light. Gosh, every time. Presumably Wesley's story had been told, whereas Rose was kind of left open-ended, to be fair. That, that is true. That is true. Okay, so Michelle, Michelle Forbes has reconsidered her thought. She's like, what was I thinking? DS9 is the place to be, but they've cast my role. I need to get on this new hot-ticket starship. Uh, so in TNG Season 8... How many lies can I tell in one sentence? Uh, she... <laughs> Ro- okay, Rose so she- Ro- Michelle Forbes is like I'm sorry, I only do starships. <laughs> it do, you know does it have decks? I mean is is it have a hollow deck? Because really a hollow suite. What is that? I mean really what is that? Um, okay, so before I offend all of the nobody members- wants a suite. You got to share a bathroom. <laughs> nobody wants that. I want a private cabin. So okay, so. The Enterprise is heading towards Deep Space Nine, and we get some great scenes with Janeway and Picard. They're two captains, which we've had a lot of episodes the, the, with two captains. The best part of that scene is going to be when you know he's uh, you know they're t- having like you know he invites her into like and because to the the observation lounge or the ready room, one of those probably observation lounge, right? Because you need the big scene um, to 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 fit those two big captains. And he's like, oh. Ten forward at that point. Just, I mean, why yeah, go yeah. big? <laughs> well, he's like, um, you know, I don't know whether he'd call her Catherine or Captain Janeway. What do you say? Captain Janeway's like, oh, Captain Janeway. They're captains. Would, they, would, they, they all. <laughs> would, would you like some tea? And she's like, I never touch this stuff, Jean-Luc. Coffee. Black. You'd be amazed what you can do for you. Yeah, it yeah, actually, That'd be the it would be greatest re- scene known to man. <laughs> it would be a really cool scene, wouldn't it? Um, that was uh, Voyager was her first command, wasn't it? If I remember, correctly. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's it's to me. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was. I'm pretty well, sure it was. You know, and, you and, could also have a, a poignant moment where, like, they're looking at the the Enterprises on the wall because we're in the we're in the observation lounge, and you know, I don't know. I'm not an amazing writer, but they could have some sort of poignant line about, you know look at the lineage that the enterprise has had, but she could say, you know, but then Picard's reassuring, you know, that, Oh, but even, you know, like, you know, with Voyager though, she'll tell her own stories and, you know, one ship, one crew can have such an impact, something, something cheesy like that, you know, no, you went cheesy there. And I, this is what I'm thinking. So, you know, her and, and Jean-Luc are looking at the enterprise lineage, right. And looking at all the enterprises and Captain Picard's kind of maybe doing a little bit of mansplaining or something. I don't know. Um, but Enterprise D, and she's like, you know, Jean-Luc, you know, because remember, first woman captain, right? First woman, right. you know, that's going to happen. Right. And she's like, yeah. big deal. I don't know about you, Jean-Luc, but size never mattered to me. Yeah, that would be good. That would be a good line. Uh, and then she takes a long swig of her coffee <laughs> and just lets it linger. Uh, 
No, it would be it would be a really cool scene, and it would be to me the most interesting thing about it would be to compare that with the scene from Emissary, um, and to see how different Picard versus Cisco versus Janeway was, and you could you could take that opportunity. Uh, with the Janeway Picard thing to, to kind of carve out uh, a characterization for Janeway before, you know, before character yeah. took place. Yeah, and that's yeah. all we're saying is just we're adding a little bit to her character. We're not trying to redefine her intro or, no, or, not at all. or not what at she all. is, but just like we want more Janeway. So we're cramming her in a TNG episode. Well, and, I, and to me, maybe I'm just talking out whatever, but like I think there's an interesting thing of, of even setting up a head fake of really establishing Voyager as like a Starfleet show. You know, so this this episode or oh. whatever is very like, you know, Jane was a Starfleet. It's going to be a new yeah. Star Trek. Your five-year mission's going to be, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then that's when Caretaker's going to be this break, huge thing of yeah. other part of the galaxy, and there's Maquis, and it's no longer what we thought it was going to be. They could have a precursor to their Admiral Jamie conversation, and she's all like, the Borg, you get all the easy assignments, Captain. <laughs> And I remember, hope I never have to face them. <laughs> and remember the fun part about this this Next Generation episode with the Voyager crew will feature heavily all the people who die. So it'll be oh, like the first be, officer, oh, the doctor, the yeah. Betazoid. Well, how did One's, we not think of that? Okay, so so the Betazoid is a personal friend of Troy. She's oh, So she's going to be really broken up. It's her niece. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. They killed bam, Troy's niece. Bam. Bam, Troy's niece, hashtag Troy's niece, RIP. Uh, so, yeah, so then, and then. So she's the daughter can... of the second house? Is that how it works? <laughs> so... <laughs> Heir to the uh, sippy cup of beta. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so that's also cool because then, you know, as by now we've matured as a, as a series and we actually have, you know, continuity. So in later episodes after caretaker you can see the impact on the alpha quadrant of voyager's destruction or or you know disappearance because again from their perspective the ship's just gone and you know um okay it's wow. troy's niece i like it okay and we're then t- that yeah we're t- and then that like, um, it's like the next second command next generation yeah and then that second in command um he was a really cool like he was a really strong personality you know for dying 10 minutes into the episode but um, I don't know. Maybe he's Riker's brother. That's a little too much, but uh, he already's got a twin. And then he takes off his. Be- oh no! Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Cavett. Oh, I remember his name. Cavett. His name is Lieutenant Commander Cavett. We're you're re- kind of retconning a lot of issues that that uh, caretaker has, but it, it's not, actually really- not really. I mean, because the look, as far look, as the as far as I- those characters though, they still die. We just know more about them. Rather no, than that's 10 what minutes. I'm saying. Like, and and that's what makes it like kind of a really intriguing idea is to like. How much more impact would Caretaker have if the people mm, that died? Yeah, matter? we're just like, upping the stakes. Right, yeah. It was like, it would, oh, these characters seem cool, and, and when he's going to be, be yeah. like, and like, Caretaker, dead. <laughs> dead. That's how this okay, series so, okay, is going. Okay, okay, guys, okay. Well, oh, and the Doctor. I'm, the Doctor yes. could be Crusher's, you know, okay, I'm just kidding. They're not all related. Because it's once we're, removed. <laughs> we are, I'm like, we're just like... We're getting into kind of a temporal loop of blowing our own mind at this point. But, but I have an idea. I actually have a really p- pretty interesting idea, right? So we take this TNG episode to get to know both the Maquis crew through Ro, as well as the, uh, as well as the Federation crew through Janeway. 
And uh, so we kind of like, so the impact of those crews coming together is way is, is magnified in a way mm. that like makes so much more sense. Like now you get why these people uh, have these issues and have these troubles in whatever you can, we can talk oh. about whether they did or didn't, but we can also, you know, we can say like, this is why Chakotay is fighting for what he's fighting for. And this is why, you know, Janeway is hurt by the, the crew members she's lost. It's not just something that just happens in five minutes because the caretaker just did this thing. It's now it has this extra weight added to it of this whole other thing. So instead of just relying solely on the pilot, by doing this handoff pre-pilot, you're you're getting 45 more minutes of character development to help sell that that new show. That's a great idea. Yeah, it, it, yeah, like I like that, and, and I don't know how to do it success because we don't actually have a story. But just generally speaking, you <laughs> yeah. have the A and the B plot, so the A plot is sort We're of we're pretty much story. done writing it. I was just, yeah. just a little nitty gritty. <laughs> it's to fill just in. set it off. Data yeah. <laughs> yeah. says something witty. You know, he plays something, three something. characters. You know, next step, all the monies. Um, um, By the yeah, way, it's... with all the uh, actors in this, this episode is probably going to cost like twelve million dollars. <laughs> no, yeah, these, these are the first season Voyager, though. No one cares about them. Um, but. Uh, I mean, and I have to say, I am totally disappointing myself because I have not even mentioned Kess. Because if <laughs> I was, you know, she would be like ninety percent, but it doesn't really make sense. So I'm not, I'm not including her. Yeah, no, she wouldn't be I'm in this. She's in you, the can't Delta include Ke- you can't include Kess. An adult. <laughs> We're not <laughs> replacing include- characters. We're just adding. Okay. I'm just saying she should have been eighty percent of the series, but you know, it just doesn't you- logistically make sense in this particular episode. Now, TNG season 12, okay, she's going to have, there's going to be a really good arc. Um, What were you saying, Daniel? Before Kess took over? I was just saying. uh, Their mind power. It's so so funny to me because how different writing is now, right? Mm. We have talked, uh, you know, Philip and I have talked, and then other people on the network. Darren, I don't think you've watched all these shows, but like we've talked about Arrow and, and Flash now. And how they're doing things and how kind of Arrow built up the Flash. And uh, if you haven't mm. seen that, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but it's done really well. And if TNG was written in today's environment, I think they would have done that. And and actually, to be fair, they did in a lot of ways. There was a lot of setting up of Maquis, of Cardassian. Yeah, they did that of, for DS9, but they weren't around. And But you're right, DS9 didn't really do that for Voyager. Yeah, well, I think TNG set the baseline for both of those shows. Like we've talked about that before. That's true. Um, so it set that it set that conflict at least, uh, you know. But but it didn't do it very specifically for Voyager. Not that that actual like crew versus crew kind of conflict. Um, so you know, it's I don't blame them for not doing it in the mid '90s. But it's like it's it's hard not to think back and be like, man, how much cooler could yeah. this have been? We're now in the age of crossovers, but back then, you know, they were like barely allowed to touch T and TOS characters. Um, oh, I got it. Mister Mott's brother is Chell, the Bolian uh, Maquis slash. Because all oh, Bolians yeah. know each other. Because all <laughs> Bolians know each other. That would be cool. That would be cool. He's like my uncle Mott. He's a uh, what a what a character. He could tell you stories about how Klingons like their beards trimmed. Let me tell you. He 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 took me aside after I I graduated from. Well, I guess he enlisted. So after I you know after my enlistment after I defected to, to, to the Maki. And he and he said, "I have one word for you. 
barbarism. <laughs> and uh, I got my BA in it. And it's, <laughs> oh, it's gonna man. take me take wow, me Wow, that is going back. That is going way back. <sighs> wow. And their third their third brother uh was the lieutenant from the Saratoga. <laughs> I'm going all the way back to emissary uh, at this point. No, so. Yes, yes. But well, but emissary goes back to Battle of Wolf three five nine. Right, right. Well, yeah, so, so now we're yeah. really reaching back. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> But okay, so yeah, so we have row. What I mean, and because uh, we could say, let's say row had been added back a couple episodes before, so it's not as much of a why is row back? You know, let's focus on her. But it's going to be more a surprise when she shows up in the first Voyager pilot. But uh, I was thinking it was more like the Enterprise crew like actively pursuing row. And then Ro just oh that's to right be, that's right she's a marquee she's yeah she's yeah, a marquee she happened oh. to be on Chakotay's so, ship yeah yeah because in and, some ways and she's not it, a double agent she's just literally a marquee she's just literally a marquee at that <laughs> yeah. point yeah because and I don't know I'd have to watch, watch caretaker well no I get I was trying to think of Voyager's mission and that caretaker I guess it really wasn't per it's, se the marquee it's pretty much it was just more get them back yeah, it was more to rescue Tuvok who was on the mission assignment and she and you know. Because he was doing the, which it seems like a weird assignment that I'm, you know, tactical chief of a Voyager, but I'm also on the side doing Starfleet intel work. But whatever, I'll go with it. It's it's cool. Chain of um, command. But, Sorry. But, yeah, I don't. You know. What it, well, I don't think I don't think he was assigned to Voyager when he went took the mission. I think he was like undercover, you know, Tuvok, super secret. Oh, uh, did the did the security chief die in the I, caretaker I, I part? I assume. I can't remember specifically. That's true. But I think that's he's what happened. Basically, he, he's grandfathered in as the most qualified person at that yeah, point. Yeah. But. Now I have a theme tune of Undercover Tuvok working in my head. I'll let you know when I got it together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ro is on uh, with the Maquis, and we're seeing some of them before the, arrow, the, before the Maquis shuttle, um, and we're what learning more about ship? their plight. <clears throat> Oh, I don't what? remember um, what the name of the Maquis ship. It's um, yeah. it's uh, the um, it's the Les Mis, Les Mis reference. A uh, Valjean. Yes, you, the Valjean. Oh, there we go. The Valjean. <clears throat> the barricade. B for barricade. So, okay, so we're getting more of that, and and you know that would be a great way to to really talk more about the Maquis because again, just that that whole subplot just kind of just got dropped. So, you know, well, I mean, and now we know more about DS9, Bajoran, you know, so that's, you know, the circle, all that stuff, you know, is coming around the corner uh, with with DS9 or at this point, actually, that's already probably happened in DS9. So we've in DS in DS9, they've set up more of the Maquis and we're just taking it the next step. Um, But using the Enterprise, because like you said, one starship handing off to another for a brief, simple mission. We could meet more of Janeway's husband. Fiance. Fiance. Too fiance. fast, Darren. Too Sorry. fast. Sorry. But you know, in the 24th century, they are fiance and husband at the exact same time. <sighs> I believe. No. Uh, but okay. So meet, meet Mark. the fiance. Mark. Uh, I know. I wanted dear, to dear get Mark to know her letter. dog better. I mean, you know, Archer thinks he's the first person with a dog. I think Janeway was there first. And so. she was expecting puppies. I know. Love Wasn't me. She? Love my dog. I think she was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched other shows. Um, 
<laughs> but okay, so so we're getting more row, and I but I really like that we're focusing on now. Do we need the? Do- are we still keeping the doctor, or is row and? I think it just uh, has to be a clever cameo. Like it literally just has to okay. last like, you know, maybe Doctor Crusher try has to like sign off on something, and exactly. activates him, and then turns it back off, sticks him back in his module, and she's like reset the program. She's like, ready to be installed. No, and she does it, and she says a line right at the end, like, you know what? I swear I'm never going to use one of these <laughs> yes. things again. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good. And and at the end, too, she could, because, uh, you know, in I believe, if I remember correctly, in Caretaker, he's like, he's acting as though it's the first time he's been activated. So he can be like, you know, she could be like, wipe this thing's memory. This is the last time I'm using one of these things or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's why I was saying, like, after she... I was thinking more like because she used to be head of Starfleet Medical, or whatever. She's really her opinion's very important. She's one of the doctors programmed into him, you know, like McCoy and all the you know the greats. So she is like the final sign off on this. You know, she's not testing him, but just like asking him some questions, testing his bedside manner. Manner, and at the end, she's like, "Eh, okay, it's all right." Uh, reset the program, cl- uh, terminate and uh, store, and then she pulls out the you know module, or whatever, and and says, okay, you know, prepare to uh, transfer this with the other supplies to the USS Voyager when we dock at DS Nine Nine. That could literally be the open. That could be the open, and then everyone's just like, what? Because <laughs> she's mentioning Voyager and DS Space Nine in like the same sentence, and everyone on the, while on the Enterprise, everyone's losing their mind. And then she puts on her sunglasses, and it goes. What? <laughs> deal deal with it deal with it yeah mm-hmm. um so okay then to do that uh and this would be post generation because we had the generation movie but the enterprise wasn't destroyed oh. so all our uniforms are wow are compliance. we're changing on an awfully lot right now <laughs> i did not see that coming darren wow okay <laughs> Well, I just I just had to justify the uniforms. I mean, how could she be wearing one uniform when the Deep doctor's Space programming Nine. is wearing the other uniform? But the doctor, the doctor's no. not. Oh, that would be cool if he activates and he's got the blue chest. Yes, and then he's like sees everyone else and he kind of like taps his wrist for a moment and just like zzz, like it updates like a you know it's it had a it had a patch. He had to have the updated patch skin. for well, the. He, uh, he downloaded a skin. So yes. yes. Uh, he's like, so is my neck. It's holographic. Um, okay, yeah. So that's the cold open uh, with Doctor Crusher signing off on the EMX EMH Mark One module, ready it, for oh, installation. Yeah, because I can see like they, you know, it opens up. They're having like a little discussion. So they're like, on the holodeck. Like, he's he's the real doctor. Like, like you think like he's the doctor of the Voyager. Oh yeah, yeah. And then but then it, like it gets testy or whatever, and she just like turns him off. Yeah. And then, like, you're like, "What? He was a hog, and he's going to be yeah. the." Well, I mean, and he, she ends he's not the program really the and the and the. Well, oh no, they're in sick bay because sick bay has hologram yeah. emitters. Uh, in um, season eight, yeah, sure. No, it in does. season eight, of course it does. <laughs> I mean, we trust our holographic technology. If there's anything that's been proven on the ones that no, it's not. But yeah, so we're on that, and then and then it's that's the surprise of like, who's this doctor? You know, a male or doctor. even the, even better, even shut better. Off. Um, she is in sick bay. The doctor mm-hmm. she, and the doctor's there, but we don't see her. This all happens. She deactivates him, then deactivates the program, and then you're like, "What? That's oh, not a they, person." Oh. Exactly, exactly. And then, well, because that would put Bashir and 
doc and the and the doctor in the same room you know different episodes but like that is the kickoff room for showing other uh, other series doctors <gasps> oh my goodness oh my the, goodness even remember in booth right the sheer's now Bashir was. The scene. <laughs> yeah no no, no 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 i'm thinking now why can't the if we're taking if this is taking place right before um a slightly modified version of caretaker Right. Why can't Zimmerman be on the Enterprise to be to oversee the installation of the EMH onto the void? Ah, even though we've never met him yet. Well, yeah, of course. But, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, be, because I remember the promo materials calling the Doctor Doctor Zimmerman. Right. That's right. They did. Um. So, oh, so he could be talking to Doctor Zimmerman. Yeah. But he's not. He's literally Doctor Zimmerman, like yeah. the man. And then, you know, and then instead of activating the program, maybe the doctor was already running, but he's like over standing somewhere else. And he like walks over. And he's like, are you guys? He's like, I'm standing right here, guys. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? And they're just like, close program, delete, uh, delete short-term memory, reset the program. Factory default. Factory default skin. Update that skin, you know, to new Starfleet regs. Um, this teaser is like eight hours long, but it's still cool. And then after Zimmerman <laughs> walks out, uh, she's like, I swear I'm never going to use one of those things. <laughs> I will crash this ship before I use one of those things. And then the rest of the episode is set, uh, you know, setting up other people. We have, and said, Ro- oh, well, we see Roe and we're seeing Maki. Well, Maki Roe. Yes. So she's, you know, whatever rank she has in there. It has two swirlies. Two swirlies, and a, two swirlies and a zigzag, so we all know that. It's yeah, the really zigzag important. leather on the... Yeah, I get it, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we also are, like you guys suggested, we're establishing a bit of uh, Troy's... Um, what was it niece, we were saying? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. however. Troy, which I, know, I know her only sibling is Or dead, cousin, but, but, but or so, maybe matter. cousin. Yeah. You know, the house of Troy, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sacred chalice of of whatever um but that's yeah gonna give us that connection hey, wait and then, a second what was that there was, there was one more connection i'm trying to remember hang on, hang on hang on hang on is troy her father's last name uh yes yes it is okay. that's yeah, right loxana kept the name i don't remember i don't specifically remember that that ian detail, but I'm, i guess ian troy it's interesting that's, that's actually he really was the first it of um, technical support on the Enterprise. <laughs> anyway, but, sorry. I just was thinking. I know he's dead too soon. Sorry. Um, but what was the other? There was a Troy's uh, niece we, or whatever. Well, we had the was, doctor and the first officer. That's of, right. That's right. Of the original um, Voyager. Yeah, and then the and then the doctor Cavett. And then, I don't and know then, the doctor had a name. And the first officer can talk to Picard or or Riker. You know, whatever Riker. else we want to put. Yeah, Riker or Worf. We could even include that. Um, that admiral um, from the one episode where they go back, where Seven goes back in time to right before the oh. launched. Oh, um, that wasn't Paris, but it's the no. one who it was the one who gave her the tour, right? That's what tour. you're talking about. Yeah, so, I, I so know. He, I can picture the actor. He's very character actor, but yeah, he could yeah. be ferried. He could be ferried with Janeway on the Enterprise to Voyager. Yeah. And that way it would. Kind I mean, of fit enterprise within. ferrying people, diplomats, like that's just what yeah, we that's, do. That's crazy. 
Well, see, okay. it would be interesting if we really did the handoffs. Like, it doesn't have to be a long thing, but like you have, like we opened with the Doctor handoff, right? From Crusher right. to, to okay. e- yeah. Not that we know that EMH is going to be there, but there, there. No. And then, of course, we're going to have a good Picard Janeway scene. Right. But then, it, it, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be long, but you could have a little Riker with Cavett. You know, yeah. so like you think, like, oh, yeah. they're doing everyone, and then Troy's, you know, telling her cousin niece. Maybe Cavett's you know, more like. Good luck. Uh, well, the first time they pull out the cabbage chair, you bet I'm sitting down. <laughs> He's Actually, like, you know what I would think. Die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It kind of splits the timeline here, so maybe this is not appropriate. We've gone too far, guys. No. What's your thought? Um, but if Janeway had talked to Parrot, I know this is also splitting the timeline in multiple ways. But if Janeway had talked to Paris and brought him on board. Before okay. they went to Deep Space Nine, the Riker Paris relationship would have been interesting. And I, I I say this not just because To the Journey has covered this recently, but I do think they're very similar characters, and that mm. would have been a very interesting kind of, you know, what is a seasoned season eight Riker going to say to a mm. very very green. Uh, you know, Tom well, Paris. Maybe a season eight Riker, Daniel? That's the worst thing you can say to a man. <laughs> maybe maybe by this time uh Tom has his uniform back on, but like Riker as being the XO, like he knows his background. So but not I mean the general crew doesn't. So they don't know like he just got from a penal colony. But but Riker, you know, season eight Riker is like I've, you know, I've been there. I've made mistakes. You know, you're thinking about the, um, like the Pegasus and stuff. And so he's, he's given him the benefit of the doubt, you know, yeah. not like when he met Roe and he like wanted to throw her out the airlock. <laughs> yeah. I can almost imagine that like Paris reluctantly puts on the uniform again, even though it's a new uniform, but then like Riker sees him with pips on and says, you know, you don't, you don't take get those you know get those off yeah and then and then o'brien's like my precious (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel you know i I don't know i feel like um riker would see a lot of himself yeah and i remember when i killed people especially well the incident with like thomas and the Mm -hmm, and the the peg and the pegasus like you know he's made some tough decisions in his life so i think he'd totally relate to to paris licardo it's a hyphen it's thing. It's hyphen. <laughs> um, oh wait, so th- th- that's a bit of a send off there. We have the great scene with with uh, Picard and Janeway and the coffee and the ready and r- the observation lounge, and then the B plot is the Maquis, you know, gearing up for their run wherever they're going, you know, into oh, the Badlands. Chakrote. Uh, and that would give us, you know, we'd get a little more of Tuvok and Balana and. Roe and Chakotay, so there's a four-person. Well, they had a pretty big crew, didn't they? What was the number? A small ship. On what was the number of Maquis oh, on? Independent. If on I if, if if I may, it was like fifty or so. I don't know. Well, I do remember it was like in the first couple, like the second or third episode of Voyager, because it's when Kess and Neelix are talking to the Doctor, and 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 Do- and I'm sorry, I know it's Voyager stuff, so, but Doctor's like scanning Kess, and he's like amazing your brain is not on file and then like, and then, like anything else let you know like oh yeah we took on a bunch of maquis oh great it- great you know i didn't know anything <laughs> nobody told me <laughs> and, and if i may um 
really this is going to expand it a little please bit. Please do, like, Daniel. Please do. What if what if the the maquis in that situation? I yeah. don't remember. We don't need more maquis. Ever... Okay, what's the maquis plot? No, no, no. I don't know if it's ever explained <gasps> what their goal or their mission is uh, in Caretaker. It's just I, I don't that, think it is. Yeah, it's just that Tuvok has. Yeah, it's maquis things, right? But can you think of <laughs> it's a verb? Can, can you think of something that would? Can you think of something that would more destabilize Cardassian relations than going after Deep Space Nine? Right? Like, so maybe what they were trying to do was somehow infiltrate or sabotage, sabotage uh, Deep Space Nine or, or kind of so, some... So maybe they're part of the circle, is what you're saying? Well, I, I'm just saying this would be a great way to bring in the, the Deep Space Nine members as well. Yeah. And I know this we're getting way too complicated to keep track of it at this point. But this is why none this of us. This is a TNG are, episode. I mean, you're just why, going off is, the rails, Daniel. Well, this, this is, is why none of our, of us are actual TV show writers. But I'm just saying there is an opportunity for those kinds of things. Thirteen million, Daniel. It's now episode now costs thirteen million dollars. <laughs> uh, well, look, I mean, the DC sign's not going to be in HD, so it's cheap. Um, but um, ooh, hi oh. And also, here it is, guys. Ro actually goes on the ship with Chakotay, and guess what happens in Caretaker? What? I thought we'd established that- she's now a reoccurring character on on Voyager because yeah, we want to make Daniel happy. But I, but I've watched that episode. I watched that series on like Daniel, and she's not in it. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not upsetting to me because it's actually more row than we got. So I can't. I can't so you you'll take two more that. episodes of row, even if it's a setup and a death does, episode. Yeah. All those fans are like, row okay. finally, as okay. God intended, is spinning off on a Star Trek series. Finally, so then they're gonna think nobody's but, safe. You kill these new characters, this first officer no and doctor safe. and row. No one's safe. It's like everyone's just gonna die, and then when they get to oblivion, they'll just their minds will explode because everyone does die. So, um, that's Game of Thrones style writing. <laughs> Next on Star Trek 2017. But no, okay, I think we have a pretty a pretty solid plot. And uh, do I'm we actually I'm, do we? You know, <laughs> you know well, but we, like you said, we've we've interjected a lot of more modern styling. You know, a lot of crossovers lot of crossovers but i really like this thought of uh you know like what's the word i used before the pilot it's like a pre-pilot yeah where where you're just you're you're able to expand on these characters and just get already start to be invested not not that you wouldn't with a normal pilot i mean that's just how it's done but i think you know would only add to our love of voyager because as i mean as we all I've said we all enjoy Voyager, and this is in no way we're trying to say we need to make it better. But a little more TNG in your in your Voyager coffee, you know, never never hurt anybody. But totally effing with the Star Trek timeline is not the only thing we're doing here on Earl Grey this week. Here's a look at what you may have missed elsewhere on our network. Previously on Trek.fm, Standard Orbit. <laughs> I don't know if I'd watch it again, but if you haven't seen it, I would suggest you... I mean, you kind of have to. Like you said to me, you kind of have to. If if you're going to be an original series fan, you've got to watch all the uh, original series crew doing stuff. The Ready Room. Here's one more thing I want to throw out here for you guys. Recasting this episode, because I know you guys like to do this on To The Journey with things, with Mm -hmm. series and such. 
I think that Ma'ab should be played by Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! To the journey! Bravo to the holodeck. Bravo to the holodeck. Bravo to science! Yes, for coming to the truth. Commentary, Trek stars. If they came out and they were like, Damon Lindelof is working on the show. I, it would be like jets and sharks in the streets. <laughs> that 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 heart on Twitter would burst into flames like it was being held by Molaram or something, you know? <laughs> the 602 Club. So what we have here is an origin trilogy. And I think that's what's so brilliant about Skyfall is that by the time you get to the end of Skyfall, you have put Bond back exactly where he belongs, but you've also made him new and modern. And it's an incredible trick to pull off. Literary tricks. It definitely starts in a very dark place and it doesn't get much brighter at all. Uh, you know, until we until we get to the end and, and, you know, there's some hope there. But yeah, definitely it's it's a dark book. Women at Warp. Basically, they're overturned by Riker being sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, Riker's sexiness has been used to save the day on numerous occasions. Meta Trex. That would have just been a grand moment if, uh, you know, George Takei would have played Tuvix, you know, and, and when the transporter accident happens, he's standing there in those colorful clothes and just says, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> and that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get in on the Daily Trek talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows podcast directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trek.fm or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trek.fm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a trek.fm patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trek.fm today. So, Daniel, if someone wanted to contact you and talk about, you know, just is two episodes of Row really all you want? You know, just how much more could we interject her into this fictional series? Where would they find you? Well, I'll I'll answer the question and let them know that 
there is no limit to Roe. <laughs> Roe is limitless. But then, of course, they can find me on Twitter. Uh, and I am at one of Dan. That's not that's the number one, not the word. And Philip, you know, Admiral Philip, I've really been meaning to ask you, you know, what do you think about the traveler showing up as often as the Borg in Voyager? I mean, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, I mean, if you could be a race of travelers, if you well, but how would we treat those travelers? And Darren, and wouldn't that say a lot about us? It would um, say a lot about us. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Well, I think, you know, it would show a little light to the series. Um, but folks can find me on Twitter. That's NC Public Servant, NC for no continuity. And if, yeah, very, very true. Very well put. And if someone wanted to talk to me about how I want to completely rewrite all of Enterprise, they can, which I really don't, they can find me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I. Apparently gives me the right to completely mess with all Star Trek canon. Well, guys, uh, that is actually more coherent than I was expecting. So bravo to us. And uh, again, we just do want to state that uh, we at Orgrey do love Voyager and Deep Space Nine and in no way are trying to change your Star Trek. This isn't a cup of coffee, guys. Just just let it go. But uh, yeah, I think I actually want to go rewatch Caretaker now because uh, that was a pretty decent pilot. And uh, even without our alterations, it'll still be it'll still be a fun ride i'll still cry when dr what's his name dies and uh that other crewman what's his face (laughs) cheering up already Uh, live long and prosper do it engage it's coffee fire